Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Joining us on the program is uh, Professor Dwayne Bratt, political science professor at Mount Royal University and editor of the book Orange Chinook. And we spoke with uh, Professor Brett when the book first came out. And Professor Brett, at that time, the uh, the ac- election was speculation. It's here now. And may I just ask you out of the gate, what's going to be the issue here? What's going to be the issue that will decide for Albertans ultimately how they're going to vote? The NDP appears to have, at least at this point, one strategy, and that's an attempt to discredit Jason Kenney with voters. That's That can't be a long-term strategy, can it? Well, that's a major part of uh, the the NDP strategy is to really go after Jason Kenney, which sounds more like an opposition strategy than an incumbent strategy. The other is to go back to traditional NDP issues of of education and health care. But those are linked with, again, a, a bit of a demonization of Jason Kenney that, you know, a Kenny government would slash education and would fire nurses and blow up hospitals and and the like. So that's the NDP strategy. The UCP strategy is all about the economy. It's about pipelines. It's about jobs. It's getting rid of the carbon tax. And a good way of viewing how the two are competing on these issues was the very first day of the campaign on Tuesday morning, the backdrop that Rachel Notley had. She's in front of a bunch of kids and grandparents and mothers, um, you know, of all ethnicities and and going on about uh, the importance of health care and taking care of children. And there was Jason Kenney. Uh, in front of a bunch of uh, out-of-work all-service workers in in hard hats saying it's really about the economy and jobs. And so far, based on polling for a year and a half, the jobs and the economy is the number one issue. Well, you know, I've been covering what's been going on in Alberta very closely and watching it very closely, as we're watching this whole country very closely, because we're seeing dynamics unfold that we haven't seen outside the province of Quebec, really, for some period of time. And I don't see how in Alberta it can be anything but jobs, pipelines, and the issues that are fundamental to economic success. I, I would agree with you, and it's going to be—it's going to take a lot of work uh, for the NDP to to change the channel on that. Now, I don't think Albertans are are going to. I mean, they may be concerned about health care, they may be concerned about education, but the, right now those are lower down on the priority list. So the second parallel strategy that the NDP is is offering is to go after Kenny's character and Kenny's record, and um, the, the NDP released an ad um, this week going on about what Jason Kenney was doing uh, as a young political activist in in San Francisco in 1989 and 1990 on abortion and on same-sex rights. And it forced Kenney to respond to say, you know, I regret some of those actions, I regret some of those languages, but that was 30 years ago. That appears to be the major plank of the uh, of the playbook of the the NDP, and that's going to be tough to to convince Albertans. So, what happens if you pit the NDP as a party against UCP, and what happens if you pit uh, Jason Kenney as an individual leader against Rachel Notley as an individual party leader? Oh, without a doubt, if if it was just on leader versus leader, it's Notley wins um, over Kenny. Notley is more popular than her party. Kenny is less popular than his party. 
And that's the problem about going after Jason Kenney. Um, because there's many people in Alberta who do not like Jason Kenney, but they are voting for him anyway because they think that they need someone strong, they need someone tough, you know, who is going to stand up for Alberta largely against Ottawa. Where do the other parties fit into this? (laughs) They're having trouble getting traction, um, both in party nominations and in dollars. Um, and in attention, it, it's been tough for all of the smaller parties, and they have to pick the ridings. You know, so I think the Liberal Party of Alberta is largely focused just on one riding that they already hold and they hope to keep. Uh, the Freedom Conservative Party, which is a more right-wing party than the UCP, led by Derek Fildebrand, who had a major falling out with, with Jason Kenney, you know, they, they've got about one or two rural ridings that they're going to fixate on. And then the Alberta Party, which is probably the best placed of the smaller parties. They have candidates in every riding. They have they elected one in the uh, in the last election, but they also had two floor crossers, so they're sitting at three. They have the former mayor of Edmonton, Stephen Mandel, as their leader. So I think they're probably most poised to do something. But even there, it's going to be tough outside of a handful of ridings. It really is a polarized two-party system in Alberta right now. So no way there's going to be a minority government. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I can't, I can't imagine that. At it would have to be razor-thin close, and right. you'd have to have a significant third party. Yeah. Uh, I don't think either of those conditions exist. All right. If, you, if you're an objective political observer in the province of Alberta, and I know you are, you're a political scientist, if you look at the, the performance of the NDP over the last four years, have they done enough to garner confidence from Alberta's voters? Have they done enough? I don't think they have. I I think they were dealt a a tough hand, and I think they managed it effectively. But that's a very hard argument to make, you know, that things would have been worse if they hadn't done the actions that they did, or that progress has been made, they just haven't crossed the, the finish line. So usually when a voter goes into the ballot box, they have two questions. Question one is, should I reelect the NDP? And I think in this case, the answer is no. But then it flips to question two, which is, if not the NDP, is there someone else that I would like to vote for? I think there is with the UCP, but that's there's still a chance that people will flow back to the NDP, may decide that they're unhappy with the NDP, but they're more fearful of Jason Kenney. That that worked in 2012. In 2012, people wanted to get rid of the PC party. They were willing to embrace the Wild Rose Party, but then they got cold feet and they went back to, to the PCs. But the economic situation of the province was very different in, in 2012. So I think there is a narrow path for victory, um, let's say less than 10% for the NDP, but we're looking like a, a large majority right now for the UCP. So, and they've also got something else going for them, I, th- I believe. They have this firewall of uh, conservative premiers that is building up in Canada that can oppose and I think effect- effectively oppose Justin Trudeau, whose government now is really uh, being rocked. So, Mr. Kenny joins. Uh, Premier Moe joins Premier Pallister, joins Premier Higgs, and uh, you know others may come along. That's a, that's an effective um, that's an effective group within a first I don't minister's think he conference. Would just be joining them, Jason Kenney, 
who has a much larger national profile, yeah. uh, and I would argue a national profile perhaps even bigger than, than Doug Ford's, becomes the leader of that anti-Trudeau coalition. I left Ontario and, out. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, and, and I don't think um, it, it's an accident that Kenny is spending just as much time campaigning against Justin Trudeau as he is Rachel Notley. He refers to the Trudeau-Notley alliance, and that's what he's going after. So you see, I'm sorry, so you see, because it's generally been uh, acknowledged that in that alliance of conservative premiers, that Doug Ford is the spiritual leader, if you will, you would see that Mr. Kenny, with his national profile, would take over that position if he hasn't already. Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I just just my gut tells me transfer payments is the issue that would just rankle Albertans enough that if you happen to mention it to them going into the poll, polling station, pretty much do it. Well, Kenny is promising a referendum on equalization if um, a pipeline isn't built. Okay. And he has said that over and over again and, and, and gave another big rally in Red Deer. Uh, just a couple days ago, okay. repeating that. So I guess I won't move back to Quebec then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of anti-Quebec sentiment going on in Alberta. I appreciate your time, Professor. Thank you so much. Okay, we'll talk later, Roy. Bye-bye. Professor uh, Dwayne Bratt from Mount Royal University in uh, Calgary. And the editor of the book, Orange Chinook. Just wondering if the Orange Chinook is going to blow out of town. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.